0: Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, a show where we get tips and tricks from experts on how you can land your next job. And today, we're discussing personal branding for military veterans and how they can effectively harness their experience to obtain a position in the civilian workforce. And joining us to discuss this subject is Graciela Tiscarino sato and she is Chief Creative Officer at Gracefully Global Group and a veteran of the U.S. Air Force. So, Graciela, thank you for joining us today.
1: Katie, thanks so much for inviting me.
0: Now, I just wanted to dive into what personal branding is and why it can make a difference for a military veteran.
1: Personal branding is a craft, Mm -hmm. and it is a process. Okay. And it is the process that As consumers, we're familiar with when the name of a product or attributes of a product or a little jingle gets into our minds.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it affects our minds and what we think about something and possibly motivates us to go buy it. That's obviously the purpose of it. So, how do you use that process to make yourself as a military veteran with all kinds of extraordinary experiences that corporations need? How do you bridge the divide between that world and the new world? And the answer really is. Personal branding. How do you make yourself look like the candidate that the hiring manager must interview? Mm -hmm. That is the first step. It's the most important thing. And it's not just a resume because resumes can be generic and off target and have too many acronyms and not that. The branding part is where you come up with a compelling story, it could be an image. It could be a sentence or two, something that you say to impress exactly the person you're talking to, whether it's in person or in writing, but you get into their heads, just like a brand Mm -hmm. gets into your head. You get into their head and you're like, oh my God, this person's amazing and extraordinary and I need that person on my team. All right. That's the impact you want to have. That's personal branding.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, do you believe that job searching is different or more challenging for military veterans?
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I will save this next part from personal experience. It is absolutely more challenging and different for military veterans for two reasons. Okay. The first reason is most people who are searching for jobs who are not in the military know a lot of people in a lot of companies, be it through uh, client relationships, through business development experiences, industry events. There's a whole big giant network of professional contacts that they have in the civilian world
2: mm-hmm. because
1: that's where they are. They've been in the business world and depending on the roles, they've got that And they have, of course, the personal contacts that they have of people that they know in their families that are in the business world. But it's a giant network. And that's what I have now this many years out of the service. That makes it extremely challenging for a person who's been spending a lot of their time deployed here, there, and everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's one way it's very, very different. The other way it's very different and challenging for military veterans, and I'll say this also to include those who are transitioning out of the military, is... The military does not adequately train people to leave. And I'm sure that's going to Mm -hmm. shock a lot of people that I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. But I think they do an absolutely horrible job at doing it. It's still terrible. I know people who are still getting out now. And I swear that transition program hasn't changed in forever. Oh, boy. So I think it's really, really a disservice. Mm -hmm. And that makes it challenging for this reason is I believe, and I'll say this as somebody who's been out of the service now for 14 years, that the number one skill the military should be training people in before they leave is this art of branding. Mm -hmm. It is the craft of conveying experience, story into the new world exactly for the right audience at the right moment. And that is not done. There's a lot of generic information they're given, like look at Department of Labor statistics and which industries are growing and look there and blah, 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 and network. They tell you this, but how? Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I'll add a third one. The other thing that is missing is not only not knowing that key skill, which is how anything in business happens. Like nothing happens until somebody brands and markets something and then it it sells, right? Right. That is really missing. And then the last thing is just the nature of being a military service person. Mm -hmm. You are not in a position where you need to promote yourself Mm -hmm. and tell people about your accomplishments. You are doing the mission. You're trained to operate the jet. You're trained to lead the team, lead the squad, do your bit in the big machine that is our military armed forces. So the last thing you ever think of doing is being good at talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. Self-promotion, some call it. There's a big discomfort level with actually doing it. And that puts military veterans a huge disadvantage when this is the most important thing is being able to convey results, success, persuasion, motivation about yourself. I see so much hesitation, and that's a cultural shift, organizational culture shift that has to happen. And again, that adds an additional burden on the job seeker, the vet. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, could you share an example of what um, personal branding for a military vet looks like?
1: You know, a really good way to see great examples is on Twitter, Mm -hmm. because there's a visual page and picture that can be seen. Before I offer my own Twitter page as an example, let me share two others with you. There's a gentleman named Charles Patrick Garcia. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of searching, but he was Air Force Academy cadet, and now he's an author and he's been a White House fellow. Mm-hmm. So when you go to his page, you see visual pictures, you see his books, you see him and he very proudly tells you that he is a veteran. So he's been able to take his military experience and really build a brand for himself so that we know who he is. We know what he does. He's also been in the financial world and such. I'll offer him as an example. A woman I was just with on Tuesday speaking in Colorado at this event that I was mentioning before we started, her name is Elizabeth Perez. Mm-hmm. C R E Z hyphen helperin, Halperin H A L P E R I N. She is a Navy veteran, and she has taken an experience that is so tragically familiar to so many of us of having lost a friend
2: mm-hmm.
1: during service, and she has turned that into her really like you know deep in the gut motivation to creating a very successful business in renewable energy, energy efficiency. Mm-hmm and at the intersection of workforce development because she's hiring veterans. So I want you to know who she is. I want you to learn who she is because she has taken the loss of a friend at the the USS Cole when it was bombed in Yemen in 2001. Mm -hmm. And she has taken that horrible thing that happened to her roommate that she trained with and really made it the cornerstone of not only her brand, but her mission and her company. And that is to put together environment, energy, and veterans in the same sentence Mm-hmm. and tell the world that the cost of our fossil fuel economy is not just environmental, it is also our lives. Mm-hmm. So on her page, which is gcgreen.com, you can see how she's put that message together. It is a beautiful and simple graphic, but every time she interviews as herself, as she, when she gets interviewed in the media and it is extensive, she always talks about her friend, Nicole Palmer, who was killed in, in the USS Cole. And so and when you come away after hearing your story, She has branded herself in your brain as this amazing woman veteran who suffered a deep loss and is now very, very motivated to doing everything she can do to help us transition away from fossil fuel into renewable energy. And she has a very successful business because of it. Mm -hmm. So she, for me, is a stellar example of somebody who has communicated what she did as an aviation specialist in the Navy and all her experience in the Middle East and in Europe and then how that's informed her who she is now, and what she contributes to the world. She does it beautifully. Mm -hmm. I would study her as well. And lastly, I'll just offer my name, Grace Mm -hmm. Tiscarino, just the the first part, Grace, and then Tiscarino, on Twitter. And I've done a little visual studying what Charles Patrick Garcia did in terms of rolling up service, Mm -hmm. picture, and books into a visual graphic that helps you identify what I do as an educational publisher and speaker Mm -hmm. and author.
0: Now, do you believe that personal branding could differ depending on the branch of the military that individuals served in?
1: No, because it is a process and it is a craft. So the stories will be different, okay? but the process, and and let me me explain the process very quickly using an actual um, example. I was at a job fair symposium here in Oakland, um, Green Economy Jobs, and a military veteran approached me and he says, I don't think I'm doing it right. I don't think I'm communicating what I did correctly. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, well, you know, here's your chance. Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Pretend I'm your hiring manager. And he says, well, in the army, I was a sniper. I'm like, oh, stop right there. Yes, that's what you did, but you just scared the heck out of your potential (laughs) employer. Please don't leave the sniper. And when I said, look, I said, I know that's what you did and you're very proud of it. I'm sure you're very good at it, but that's not what is being looked for Mm -hmm. by people who are looking to hire veterans, not looking for snipers. Most of them aren't, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, look, instead of saying you're a sniper, say the following. And then this goes right back to your question about which service and how it could be different. Whatever the story is, you have to be able to do this. And I did this in five seconds standing there talking to him. Instead of saying I was a sniper, say, I am a highly technically trained collaborative team member accustomed to working under the highest pressure environment you could imagine when time was of the essence. Mm-hmm. And decision-making was paramount.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the
1: environment I belong in. How can I serve you?
0: And I really like the question that you tack on to the end there. That's what I'm good at. How can I help you?
1: Because you're saying, I have these skills. Mm-hmm. I never even said the word sniper. If the employer wants to know, okay, well, specifically, what did you do? That's a follow-up question. We'll feel free. But now that's because you have now positioned, and that's the marketing word that we use, you have positioned yourself in the mind of this hiring manager as an intriguing person. hmm as somebody they want to know more about. And now they will say, well, tell me more. What mm-hmm. did you do? And then you can say, well, I was part of a whatever team and some of the missions we did this. And my role there was as a sniper. See, now the guy's not afraid of you. Now he's intrigued. He wants to know more about you. And when you say sniper, now he's impressed. Mm-hmm. Because he's already thinking of how can I use somebody who's accustomed to that kind of a pressure cooker environment? How can that person help me with you know my limited budget and with my deadlines and with my launches and whatever the guy's got going on, the person has going on. Now he's imagining how you fit. And that's branding.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: is how you get into his mind and say, you know, I want to know more. Ask me more. Okay. The challenge is, how do you do this in a resume?
0: Right. And how do you do it in a resume?
1: You tell a story. Okay. Because all the standard resumes that say do this and blah, 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 at the end of the day, the, the reality is, and I've been a hiring manager, the reality is some say, oh, they only look at your resume for the first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Or they say they look at the top one third. I say give it ten seconds, okay? Because I'm looking for something very
0: specific.
1: Mm-hmm. Some um, hiring uh, human resource specialists, you know, the the younger kids that are working in HR, they're screening resumes. Okay. They're looking for very specific things in the resume. The actual hiring manager, when he or she is doing it, is much more strategic,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why the branding matters. See, the branding doesn't matter if you're being screened by the 22-year-old uh, human resources specialist, because she just wants to know if you have three years experience, if you have a bachelor's degree in whatever, or if you have worked in medical device industry. Mm-hmm. That's what they told her. They said, go look for resumes with that. So she's not really thinking. She's just screening. The branding matters when you actually get in front of the hiring manager, okay? And that is why in-person events, and I said in the very beginning, the personal network is super important. Because if you can get introduced, and we'll talk about how we do that at at the workshops I do, if you can get introduced directly to the hiring manager, that person's going to have a strategic brain and be looking. And that story that you tell about being a highly collaborative, technically trained team member, accustomed to working under the most, that thing I said about the sniper, Mm -hmm. that's your lead. That's the lead right there. Everything else that you're going to tell them is secondary. But you've said, okay, I've studied your requisition. I see that you're a global company. I see that you launch products once every 90 days. So that implies, you know, teamwork. That implies uh, tight deadlines and tight development cycles. Wow, that would be a great fit. So you could read the requisition and then fit this little story of how you're a sniper, but you're not saying sniper, to fit that application. That's Mm -hmm. how you do it on a resume. You leave with that. My objective is and my give is. And it's knowing that that matters. The Mm -hmm. rest of the blah, blah, blah about what specifically you did and what year you did it and how many times you did it, Mm -hmm. that follows, but you've got to hook them. And the hook is the branding. Okay.
0: Now, I know you hold workshops on this very topic for military veterans. So what does this process look like when you're teaching those workshops?
1: Time spent varies, but the Mm -hmm. most common workshop I do is a half-day workshop, about four hours, five hours. Mm -hmm. And it looks like this. It's pretty much what we're doing here. First, I define what is personal branding, why it matters. So we look at examples, exactly what you've asked me here, and then I really show the power of branding and okay. how it really stays in your mind, right? And so you're trying to be the candidate that stays in the mind and actually gets the phone call for the interview, because then you could really shine, right? Mm-hmm. But the branding really matters to get the interview. So at the workshop, we we define, we do examples, and then get right into hand out um, little index cards to everybody. And I just asked for one thing on two cards. I say, think of something that happened during your service that was really an extraordinary experience for you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you, at the end of whatever it was, thought, wow, I am so glad I had a chance to do that. We've all had them.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: I was flying, so I had a lot of those. But I also had a lot of those, and I wasn't flying. I was doing battle staff work. Mm-hmm. So I just ask people, you know, draw out stories, one story here, one story there. And I give them a total of three minutes. That way you're not thinking about it for a long time and you're really going from the heart and from what's the first thing you think of. So they just write these little stories. okay? And then we share a little bit of what happened and why it was cool. And so what we start to do at that point is you start getting comfortable talking about ourselves, mm-hmm. talking about our accomplishments, how we solve the problem. And so we do that. We just share some of the stories and you see who's shy and who isn't shy. Okay. And then we get into another phase where we actually say, okay, now take That story, and I'll work with each person, walk around the room, see which one I think would be a best fit. But then I say, wait a minute, who is it that you want to influence? Is it a hiring manager at a technology company, or is it an admissions officer at grad school because you're trying to go to grad school, or maybe an admissions officer at community college? Some enlisted members are trying to become officers. So they have different audiences. Mm -hmm. And I really talk about the importance of audience, how you would not use the same words for those three audiences I just listed. So each person, are you trying to influence? What are you trying to do next? So then we match story to audience. And then as as a writer, as somebody who loves to work with words, and as a marketer, I help them each craft the small little words, mm-hmm. the little words that they would use on a resume or in conversation to tell their compelling story of their incredible skills and experience to this particular audience.
2: Mm-hmm. So we get
1: very real so that they can actually start using it tomorrow. But then I do one more thing that's very okay. important. Remember what I said in the beginning about not having a network? Yeah. So once they've written their story and once they're comfortable delivering it, Mm -hmm. then I say, okay, so you really want to go work in Silicon Valley for a big company. How about Facebook? How about Oracle? How about Intuit? How about Google? I got contacts at all four of those. Mm -hmm. Which would you like? And they'll say, oh my God, you know somebody at Facebook? I said, yeah, I know the person that hires veterans at Facebook. So now that I know you're ready to talk about yourself and you've got a heck of a story and you've branded yourself successfully here's Amanda's phone number. Mm -hmm. So I connect the veterans at my workshops directly with contacts that I have in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's a very important, special step.
0: Now, what would you say some common um, challenges that military veterans face during their job search? Would you say it would be that networking component?
1: That's one of the biggest ones. And then in addition to that is not knowing how to tell the most important story to hook Mm -hmm. the person that they need to hook to get the interview. So if you don't do that, then you think that your experience is valuable or you start Mm -hmm. thinking all these terrible things in your mind, but actually you're extremely valuable. You just don't know how to do personal branding. So that is why I do this. And of course, the lack of network, which is why I opened up my network to them.
0: Now we are up against the clock today. So I did want to give you these last 30 seconds or so to share a final message with our audience or a piece of advice with them about personal branding uh, as it relates to military veterans.
1: This is not intuitive in any way. Mm Someone really needs to show you how to do this. And I was shown how to do this, which is why I know how to do it. So I would say any veteran groups, especially in groups of military service people, before they get out Mm
2: -hmm. and veterans
1: at universities, please visit gracefullyglobal.com, look under speaking topics, find the speaker's worksheet on personal branding, and invite me to come in and do a workshop. I would love to be of service to your groups. All
0: right, everyone. Well, that is it for today on Job Search Guide. So thank you for joining us and sharing your expert advice, Graciela. We do appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Now to find more employment-related shows, head over to ljnradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, please send me an email at Radio at localjobnetwork.com or send me a tweet at the LJN. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I wish you the best of luck with your job search.